Last time on Critnet, the group had a moment on the airship for them to all get together, figure out what was going on, and have a conversation as a family. Is what I would say in a normal D&D setting where everyone knew each other, was good at each other, but this was, as I guess more like more modern families, devolved into an absolute massive uh, blame fest and everyone walked out and then came back. It was Thanksgiving on an airship. Uh, however, <laughs> coming back to everybody, uh, it seems as though most bygones have been left to be bygones and they're all stuck on an airship for seven days now of travel to Tailtown in Morin where right now they're attempting to go make their first stop in the world to try to unite it against the Silver Shade. What's about to happen with them all cooped up? Let's find out. <laughs> do 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 <laughs> everybody and welcome to Critnit. Here we have everyone returning for another wonderful episode. Why doesn't everyone take a little bit and introduce themselves? Hi everybody, I'm James and I am playing Cruise. Yo, what's up? I'm Gaskar and I'm played by Chris Cornish. Hello, I'm Lola. I play as your adorable, clumsy, elven druid, Alamia Anditho. Who's gonna, who's gonna go? Oh, wait, not you. you looked like you were ready. So I was waiting. You're nah, fighting a battle of politeness with a Minnesotan. You're gonna lose. Exactly. Hey everyone, this is Chris Riggs, and I am uh, Parker Prax. And I'm Elliot Flower, the voice behind Humval. And I am Sawyer Fisher, DM for this adventure. Sawyer, I have a question for you. I have a possible answer. Have you learned to count? Yes, this is episode 34. It only took me that long. Did you know Sawyer Can't Count was having like a micro trend on Twitter? Shut up. <laughs> we don't talk about this. It's not gonna lie. I, kind of, I was kind of hoping we were just going to go for it. This is episode, and then we just like Microsoft Samantha the voice in there. 34. Yes! <laughs> 34. Now, uh, I don't know, picking up, who would like to... Take us off. I have to say, I don't. I, I think you were insinuating that we all had cabin fever there for a second, but I, I don't think so. I think we have enough around the ship to, you know, keep ourselves occupied. If I recall, last time we ended by waking up. Yeah. No, yeah, because we ended with cruise. Your forge was full of like glass and stuff. You broke it off. And then everyone was afterwards. That's what I was saying, the socks scene. Yes, everyone ended with the socks. Yeah, that was the night thing. And then you guys all fell asleep, and now you've all woken up. So here, we are. Okay, five minutes into this recording, and here we know where we are. Do we now? Do we, though? Okay, perhaps. I'm going to turn to uh, Relic and kind of, like, shoulder bump him in the side and be like, 
I need to blow off some steam. Would you like to do some training? He looks at you. All right. What do you have in mind? You know exactly what I have in mind, Relic. Grab your blades. Let's go. <laughs> All right. I haven't... I haven't uh, had a good duel in quite some time. I could use a little moving of the old rusty joints. He stands up. Do you guys have this in the middle of the ship? Why not? Right. You all have awoken. Uh, Cruz, you awake to the sound of blades crossing one another. Small tear comes to my eye because I miss my sword. I would like to point out the blades that I grab, I kind of like fluff my, like, I have how my skirts are is they're uh, hitched up steampunk style. So I'm kind of like drifting them back and I'm going to pull two blades off of my, like, the size of my thighs. And they have these really cool, like, vine engravings throughout them. They're just beautiful blades. And those are what I'm using to do training with Relic. Uh, as you pull them, Relic looks at them and and nods approvingly. And he, he pulls his own. Uh, you see these various uh, uh, engravings up and down the blade of almost like like gears, but very finely carved ones all the way up and down it. Gascar. I saddle up next to Humbal. Hmm. Humbal. I got $5 says Relic wins. Or I got five credits says Relic wins. You want in? Hmm. Oh, not hmm, whom. <laughs> Don't shake your head Awful. at me. How dare you throw that back in my face? <laughs> you are far too short to make that throw. <laughs> uh, you know what? But I'm short enough to make it a low blow. That is true. I felt it in my big toe. Most vulnerable toe there is. Oh, that's the pinky toe. And your dumb. Oh, good God. No, I've been perturbed. I would take you off and let off, I guess, God. But I am dirt broke. Well, what you got? Come on. I have a gun. Would you like a gun, Gaska? <laughs> I always like guns. All right. What kind of gun? Let's find out. And I pull the box out and I throw it in the box. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? I just want to point out that this is at least the fourth time this box has been used. New day, new box. Eh, okay. Oh, but Gaskar doesn't know that. Hey! When, when did you get the box? <laughs> <laughs> okay. When we came into your room earlier, there was lots of things going on in there. Were you guys playing with the box? I need to know for my own safety. And perhaps everybody else is on this ship. What? No. Us? Never. Um, deception check? <laughs> Insight check? Yep. Roll deception. Oh. <laughs> okay, am I rolling decep- or am I rolling insight? You're rolling insight. 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 Okay. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> that's a six. <laughs> I rolled I a seven. <laughs> the rest of you know Humbal is lying, but you just look at Gaskar, Gaskar. Uh, okay. Tell the truth. All right. I think Gaskar is in a in a curious mode right mood right now. And 
saddles up right next to you to take a look into this box. All right. Uh, roll your d6, sir. Got a four. Fours have been lovely for me using this awful thing. All right. Take your messages. Secret, ta-da. Now we just have to wait to see if Sawyer's phone actually works for sending secret messages. You guys realize that was in the group message, right? Oh, nothing went through in the group message. <laughs> the look on Riggs's face for just a split second there was great. I was only asking a question not to interrupt anybody, but I was confused on what time it was. That was it. Okay. What did you... D6, what did you roll? I rolled a four. Oh, okay. And roll a percentile. Ooh, percentile, the fun dice. 68. I was what off. Okay. The box closes and the uh, the light fades. Do you, do you open it to place this as a bet or do you just leave it there? I don't know, I open. Okay. Uh, opening up the gun that was pristine when you put in there is now completely rusted. <laughs> I pull back my cred stick and I reduce it to two. <laughs> Scrap metal. Got it. All right. I had five credits. It's still five credits. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Alanya and Relic. Just kind of quickly, you roll five d20s. And I will roll five d20s. That was a nine, an 11, a 20, a 19, and a 16. Okay. Relic? Please, Alanya, please. Uh, 18, 16, 8, 16, natural one. <laughs> no, no. And with a four. Uh, so you two watch, Humval uh, and uh, Gaskar, both of you watch as Alanya and Relic circle each other. You see Relic parrying blows left and right. You see Alanya slip in, kind of tap his shell once, tap his shell twice, tap his shell a third time. He managed to tap Alanya once and twice with the flat side of their blades. And at the end, Alanya comes out victorious in this duel of a uh, duel of swordsmanship. As Relic comes to stand at attention, he bows to you. Oh, I'm gonna lift him up and be like, I was only trained by the best. And I'm gonna wink at him. <laughs> I'm so glad you beat me, cause that means I did something right. And he, he kinda hugs you back. <laughs> uh, Parker, the sound of sword clanging has woken you up as well. Though, it seems non-chaotic, so probably not the ship under attack. You also don't hear Jerry or explosions or any of the other machinations of your party that would be very indicative of an actual fight. <coughs> Makes sense. Um, as Parker wakes up, uh, his tummy will rumble a little bit, and he will start start to search for like a, a, a galley or, or a kitchen. Okay. Uh, going down about three rooms from yours, you find the kitchen. Uh, unlocked, door doesn't have a handle or anything. It's simply push open. 
uh, and has a you know this because it has like a circular uh, uh, window on it. How is the how's the stock looking? So, like supplies for food. Do you peek in? Yes. Okay. Peeking in, you see at once like a cluster of rats that just watched the door open up. You see all of the half moon cell swords right now pillaging every single cabinet they can finally get their hand into, <laughs> and they all look to you at once. Like half stopped. You see like Button's pocket has is just is just overflowing with these like sausages. Uh, you see Commander Sutanin has like three loaves of bread in his arms and he kind of turns to you. Uda. Good morning, Parker. Good to see you. You you do know this has to last us. Last us, of, of course it will last us. We're just there's, re- no, there's no reason to do any of this. We just ration it out evenly. We're rearranging the kitchen, I assure you. Into your own pockets? That doesn't make any sense. Who has food in his pockets? Button, why are you putting it in your pockets? It doesn't go there. I said it goes in the meat drawer over there. Thank you. And you see Button kind of like look at him and then wander over and take out the sausages from his pocket, put it in the drawer, which is also full of utensils, and then just kind of close it. There. See, Button was just confused on the orders. What the hell is a meat drawer? Or draw. The draw for having meat. If you sandland people are confusing. You don't have a meat drawer? N- no, there's no such thing as a meat drawer. You Hopalians are a strange one. Anyway, I'm I'm going to cook breakfast. Instead of eating everything raw, would you like me to cook it? You see Scorpio, who at the moment has his little scorpion on his on his shoulder, and he's like feeding it a small like raw slice of uh, of uh, of uncured meat. Uh, you see him looking. It's fine. We we've eaten worse. Uh, everyone else, however, looks at you and like sure, and they go over and they start like dropping bits and pieces of meal like I want that and that I would like that that and that I want that cooked and that cooked oh, this over easy please uh, uh, hold on and hold, they all just tap line. you on the shoulder no. and begin to leave form, no form a line write down what you want they're gone no no one gets anything then <laughs> anyway uh, Parker starts cooking okay very good Chris is going to stumble into the kitchen and go directly over to making his patented coffee. Parker, the wonderful smells and aromatics of your freshly cooked breakfast are suddenly assaulted by this viscous liquid that is now being brewed once again by Cruz behind you. There's like a sense of a witch just going above the pot, stirring it, cackling at the same time. Oh, good, good morning, Cruz. Uh, morning. <clears throat> Good morning, Parker. I'm I'm gonna. You, did you? Did I sleep well? Did you sleep well? No, no. I I slept up against a wall, and I I swear I think I have glass in my boots, but I got the forge cleaned. Chipping cold glass off a forge is a lot easier than you think it would be. I wonder now if this airship has uh, like a, a shower or anything, accommodations. You'd you'd assume. I you know we're coming into Morin. It should rain soon. Just enough to piss off Homeval. 
So I might just go for a flight through a few clouds. Uh, Arrival of Morn's like six days out. I might take a few flights. I, I don't <laughs> know what y'all are gonna do. That's fair. If you if you ever need an extra hand in in the forge, I can do my best. Well, I, I really need to get Humval or not Humval. Sorry, I really need Gaskar to finish with the parts I uh, paid him half to do. And uh, I got a few other things rocking around the old brain for some some time passing projects. I'm. I'm curious, what, what did you have in mind? Uh, well, I'm working on my sword, and then I'm thinking about doing something for the team. Something to really pull us together. Speaking of which, and, and Cruz is going to run out the room like he totally forgot something. As you run out the room, Parker will go, I can't wait to see it. It'll be awesome. And now Parker will go back to cooking. I Glasgar leans over to Humball. Now, I guess he won that bet. But you want to get to some fun later? We're going to be on this airship for a long while. I was thinking, in the middle of the night, when Cruz is dead asleep, we could throw him off the airship with... That will work. He has... <laughs> no, no, no. I wasn't thinking kill him. This is part of the point. Can you imagine the look on his face when he wakes up falling? And also, have you seen the size of Cruz? Oh. Um, you know, I could whip together a little teleportation device pretty simply. I bet I can make it work for somebody Cruz-sized. I want nothing folding space while we are on a... As whom looks from the airship. Flying death trap. Oh, come on. We should throw Cruz over the side of the ship. It'll be really fun. It won't, no. it won't kill him. It'll no, be you, fine. You, said, you said throw. You said nothing about teleportation. Oh. Once teleportation is involved, you could flip the whole thing on us and send us plummeting straight to the earth. Okay, well, we could use a, like, we could build a little catapult. We could just... We could wheel him out We could in a wheelbarrow out of his room, dump him into... <laughs> I'm fairly certain we would need an actual full-size catapult for him. I think he can make some. Bruce is huge. Man, there are there's a lot more rooms here in on this airship than we really need. Need we can salvage some lumber. I know, but I do not believe it will be enough. He is a large dragon man thing. Lieutenant, I have not been paying attention. Well, <laughs> mm. you're no fun. I'm plenty of fun. However, this sounds like a lot of work. And work is not fun. You think Button would be up for it? Who has Button? Button will help you. <laughs> On the other hand, this one pulls out a package of crossbow bolts and tosses it in the box. <laughs> <laughs> All right, roll your d6, sir. Hey, more rolling. Hey, got a six. All right. Uh, please roll percentile. 74. Placing the quarrels in the box, the box closes. Opening it again, uh, you find that your quarrels are now S-shaped. S-shaped? 
S-shaped. And that, that also glow, goes for the, uh, oh my gosh, the prong at the end. Oh gosh, what is it called? Prong? It is now. You're talking about crossbow bolts, the, the, the arrowhead? No, the opposite end, the one that actually connects to the string. I know what you're talking about. Whatever that is called. Yes, I, I cannot remember the technical term for it. But including that, so that is now bending straight up, and at the very end, the tip is now bending down in this S. Mm. I can only assume they are completely non-functional now. Correct. Mm. <laughs> they have now been warped beyond usage. I also hand that off to uh, Gaskar. Gaskar, you have a literally like 20 coral bolts bent in S's. Tuck it over the side of the ship. It's called the Nook. <laughs> the Nook. Uh, you daggum hope that that is not something that lands as you throw it over the edge some of the bolts just kind of like fall out and they just start like spinning in these weird ways on the way down just kind of like expanding through the area and you can just hope that there's not some poor soul down there who's about to get hit by a <laughs> s-shaped bent bolt for from nowhere hmm we have to just stop playing with the box for the day hey it gave you a rusty gun and deformed crossbow bolts Dude, this is a losing battle. It turned your sword into a rug. <laughs> I was going to trade that out eventually anyways. Uval, if you care about your weapons, you should stop putting them in the box. Ammunition is cheap, Casca. And I am willing to sacrifice a lot to get another repeat of the... of these. He holds up his package of, uh... dwindling, uh, giant bolts. Those are pretty freaking cool. Not gonna, not, yeah, those are... It, it is why I desperately want more. Gaskar throws in a handful of caltrops. <laughs> uh, mark down how many you throw him. Because I'm counting ammunition by this point. Uh, I throw in the ten. I... Uh... D6... Oh, you throw them into oh, the box? Oh, yeah. Oh, never mind. Yep. <laughs> a one. <laughs> Sorry, you guys, you guys right now, please roll a percentile. 40. The box only causes trouble, but you know what? I'm going all in on it. But he has to think, you know what's gone wrong. <laughs> okay. No, right? Okay. Opening the box, looking in there, uh, you do not see the caltrops. Oh, crap. <laughs> oh, dang it. Um, Gaskar, in your, in your, like, chest, you feel this sudden sharp pain. Oh, no. <gasps> what? It persists for about 10 seconds and then begins to subside. Ow, 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 Do I see this? Uh, Gaskar doubles over in pain and with his very distinct nasally voice is now <laughs> making sounds of pain and anguish, yes, from the side. And I am like scratching at my chest. Yeah, we're, I'm going to grab Relic and be like, something's okay. wrong with Gaska. And then we're like, let's go. And we're going to start running his way. Gaska, do you feel like you are dying? I, 
I don't know. It stopped hurting. Then you're fine. Walk it off. I look. Did Relic come over? <laughs> Relic did come over. Relic. This would not be the first time I've been cursed from this box. Am I cursed? Cursed. No, uh, oh, jeez. Wrong voice. Sorry. Cursed. Um, cursed from this box. More precisely, the thing that I put into it, whatever it turned into and came out that now has buried itself into my chest invisibly. What? You see him in utter <laughs> confusion looking at you and look at Humval. Can you... Is this truly what... Jeez. Uh, is this truly what has uh, happened, Humval? Or is Gaskar just on a trip? I do not know. I can confirm nothing. And Humval starts packing up the, the boxes and starts uh, escaping. Relic? You see Jerry... Jerry came out of the box, and you want to be questionable about whether or not an invisible object that could transport itself into my chest and curse me he wants to kick him out of the box. Relic! All right, all right, just give me a second. Where's the box now? Uh, he looks, he looks around. <laughs> Humval has now disappeared with the box down below deck. I'm going after Humval to go get that box from them. Okay, you you rush down after him. Uh, Gaskar, for the time being, uh, Relic looks up on the deck. You see members of Guild Lafta up at the like bow of the ship. You see Duma kind of like leaning up against the railing. You see Aji like with her hand on the back of Merdina's shirt as she has tried to several times like climb up on the railing and she keeps pulling her down over and over again. Um, and then you just see Nat just looking over the side of the ship and you see him like spit and just see how far down it goes at an angle and is just very contented with it. And you see Relic kind of notice the other people, the other two Deodovan up here and then kind of motion for you. Uh, let's go back to my room so I can look at you properly. Are your D&D games feeling stale, plain, or downright boring? Upgrade them today with beautiful landscapes terrifying dungeons, wholesome inns, and vast forests. Draw your players into your own personal fantasy world with Arkenforge. Arkenforge.com provides hundreds of preloaded items for you to mix and match to fully customize your worlds. Use promo code CRIDNIT to get $5 off your purchase today. That's CRIDNIT. C-R-I-T-N-I-T. Hey everybody, this is Chris Cornish, your audiomancer for Critnit. I just want to take a little time out to ask you to do a couple of things for us. Find us on Twitter and follow us if you haven't already. We are at crit underscore n underscore it. Also, if you could please leave us a rating and review on iTunes or Google Podcasts or wherever else that you find us, it would help other people find us and get the story out to others. And speaking of the story, let's hop back into it. What is that noise? Who is dying in the background? <laughs> what is that? I think that's the dog. Oh, yeah, that's my dog. That's why I'm not talking. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> okay, I'm glad somebody has that is, for me. Did your dog get an invisible caltrop <laughs> in his chest? He's upset. 
can we use those noises for Gaskar and pain? With all right. Well, Alanya, you chase down Humval. Humval, wait. Do you go into any particular room? Uh, who is not particularly concerned with escaping? He's on a ship. There's only so many places he can go. So, Giddy walking down, just kind of like pretending to go fast, but also not as you're looking over at Alanya, just kind of like coming up on your back. Walking quietly with a purpose. There's Hoomball going, doing his one thing, Alanya. What do you do? Oh, I'm like walking. I'm very, I'm making it like, I'm kind of like purposely making sure that the heels of my boots are echoing in the hallway behind him so he can tell that I am like getting closer and closer to him. Hath no fury come your way, sir. Here comes Mama Alanya. Hoomball. He looks I... over his shoulder real quick. Can I have the box, please? <laughs> Bonus action to dash. <laughs> <laughs> he goes for me. I'm going to start running. I mean, I'm high passive perception. So long as I keep him as somewhat in my line of sight, we're okay. All right. Whom? There is a third da- like layer to this ship that you can go down by this point. Or you have like the big double doors at the end that you guys had the, uh, the conversation in. Layer three. Let's go. Oh, dip. Uh, Lanya, you've lost sight of him for a moment. Okay, I'm gonna start running as fast as I can. I mean, it's obviously not as fast as him, but. Boom, she's on your tail. She's on my tail? Yes. Not for long. Triple action move. Okay, or you run down to the third third layer of the ship. Uh, it is the engine room. You see the massive central steam engine that is right now powering the propellers from the back. You see the gears and pistons whirring and clacking around you. And at this, you see several lights kind of emanating this this faint red glow. And it is loud down here. What do you do? Is there space over the doorway? Space over the top of the doorway? Yes. Yes. All right, I would like to quickly clamber up there and hide from Alanya. So when she comes to the room, I can just quick dip behind her and run away. Roll a stealth check. Sam Fisher on this. 25. (laughs) 25. Alanya, you get to the front of this door and you see the engine room. You don't see Humval, though. Make a perception check. Please, better, please. Okay. That is 16 plus 7. 23. As Alanya, you walk in, Humval, you notice that she stands in the doorway, looking closely at every little corner, three of them that you considered to go into, but then at the last minute chose not to. And just moving ever so slightly into the room, make another stealth check. Oh, God dang it. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not going to You You avoided sight, but you got to make one more action to be able to get away unnoticed. Alanya, what's your passive perception? 17. I rolled a natural 19 oh! for a 28. No, smooth. <laughs> Umval, you slip behind Alanya. You make your way up the stairs. Not a sound. Although, not, not going to lie, it is actually very loud up here, and you probably made a lot of sound or noise, but it is just too loud to be heard amongst the clattering of all the, the gears and pistons going off in this room. Uh, Alanya, 
Searching the room, Humval is gone. Just, just straight up gone from this lair. Can I pull out one of my Magitex drives to pull out Walter to have him help me look for Humval? Snapping the end <laughs> of the Magitech drive, Walter spits out and he begins to sniff the area, his blue light kind of emanating into the deepest corners of the room. Sniff, 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 sniff. He looks to you. It's really loud in here. Can we get out? I don't smell him and my ears are hurting horribly. Let's go. Let's go looking. Help me find him. This is your chance to shine, Walter. You can finally get the Leonin. Well, I just rolled a natural four, so I'm not putting too much in myself. <laughs> oh, sorry. Rolled. Soya, stop metagaming. Stop calling me out on it. Shut up, tiger. Jeez. No, uh, no more. He's short. You're short, too? I haven't even seen you, you... I'm being told to, what to do by a freaking short person? I know that, but his beard doesn't touch. I respect Tom now more than you. <laughs> All right, that's saying something. I'm going to kill Walter. Uh, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm not going to. The poor guy has a point. Unfortunately, getting up onto the second le level, sniffing around, he is not picking up any scent of Humval at all on this ship. Hold on, Bef while no, 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 no. While Lanya's Lanya's gonna like get in that box, like she's not. She, I'm like kicking e or opening every door, and like I don't give a sh whose family's in there. I'm just gonna be like, hi, have you seen a Leonin? No, thank you, good day. And I'm gonna go to the next one. Hi, have you seen a Leonin? No, good day. Until I find where he went. Okay, uh, Humval, where are you right now? I'm on layer two. <laughs> in what room? Are you in your room or a, a different one? There is the kitchen on layer two as well. The kitchen seems like a great place to hide a box. So I'm going to go there. Okay. Parker, Humval comes in, an S-eaten grin on his face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good morning, Humval. Good morning, Parker. Uh, I, have a, I have a request for you. Y yes. Will you hide the box for me? I hide the box from who? Elania, she is incredibly, uh, <laughs> what is the word? Pit. Yes, pit. Poor dog. You should leave that audio in just as somebody in the background. <laughs> You're doing it while well, oh, I need to keep it. Oh, yeah, no, he's, he's wailing in the back. I know, but did he do it while I was talking? That's all I care about. Just at the very end. What did I say? But hide the box from who? Oh, the door kicks in across the room from you guys. <laughs> the fun has arrived! Ah, Humval, give me the box! You've now heard a door get kicked in angrily, and the sound of Alanya, very angry. You hear Echo, where's the on it? Why are we hiding the box? There's no more time. Parker, you have failed me. I need to go. Goodbye. And he books it out of there. Our breakfast will be done soon. Not if I am dead. Uh, roll, roll a stealth check. There we go. 15. There you go. Alanya, Walter, both of you see Humval suddenly bolt from the door behind you and start running towards the stairs. 
Walter's after you. He is right behind you. No, he's not. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay, record. fine. You make your way through the rest of the ship to the stairs leading up, and you manage to make it to the top row or to the, to the top layer in one move. Now that you're up there, you see Walter close behind you, but 30 feet back. And I'm behind Walter, like, so we're like, we know where you're going, sir. Yep. Gotta go to keep booking it. Okay. Walter stops at the stairs and looks to you, Alani, and says in, his, in your head, I'm going to stay here to make sure he can't double back. Brilliant. And I'm going to run past him. All right, you're on the deck of the ship. Humval, where, which way did you go? Up towards the steering wheel or towards the, uh, the front of the ship? Uh, I'm going towards the bow of the ship. Okay, heading up towards the bow of the ship, uh, you see one of the Deodovin kind of doing doing work, doing maintenance on one of the one of the valves, just uh, wrenching everything. And as you pass by, she kind of looks at you. What are you doing? I am escaping danger. She looks back and sees Alanya. Ah, not even later. going to what? Are we in motion? Yes. Okay. Okay, uh, Alanya. <laughs> he, you see him up towards the the bow of the ship. How many people are around him? Is it just the Deodovan? Uh, there's the Deodovan, uh, the four members of Guild... Sorry, I just kicked my thing. Uh, the Deodovan, the four members of Guild Lafta are all at the bow of the ship. Ooh, do I... And I, do I know the people from Guild Lafta? Yes. Has he reached them yet, or has he passed them? They are at the front front of the ship, so he's about ten feet from them. Can they hear me? Yes. What are their names? Uh, it is Aggie, Happy, oh, I do know them. or Merdina. <gasps> yeah. Uh, Aggie, darling. Dunma and Nat. <laughs> you see Aggie. Get back down. What? Do you know whom Vol? He has something that's property of no one. Can you stop him so I can obtain it? <laughs> Aggie locks eyes with you, whom Vol. And, and you see her just just tense, not moving right now, but tensed. And her eyes narrow. Okay, Edgy, I will give it to you. The thing that Ilanya uh, wishes to acquire from me. And he hands her the claw part of a grappling hook attached to a rope. No, 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 no. He holds it. It's a box. And then no, he hops off no, the ship. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh... She's gonna kill you! Holding the rope, you all see Aji just flex her freaking left arm and just hold the rope there, not even moving an inch. Dang, my girl! And as she looks at you, should I drop him? No, I think that's what he wants. Can you uh, pull him up or something? Like, what do, what do you think we should do to get him back on here? I need the box. Looking over the edge, Humval, are you just on the end of the rope? Oh no, I, I had hopped with purpose. I was going down to the second layer to hop to crawl inside a window. Ah. <laughs> Can we see this? I have to okay wait, give me a sec. I have to roll which which window. Alright, Elliot, call it high or low. Low. Okay. Uh down to the window, you look inside and you see my name is right now. <laughs> You see her with a, a mirror 
just looking and adjusting herself best as she can in this dark like gown. So you see her kind of like prepping herself and and just kind of checking herself. And then you see her like cock her head a little bit and then turn towards you in the mirror or in the window that she had just seen you through the mirror and Hoonball! And you see her like go up and shut the shutters. Mm. By the way, the window is also locked because this was my name is his room and she made sure it was locked. So trying it, it is locked. Well, Hoonball finds himself at the end of his <laughs> And at this, you see Merdina like on the rope looking down. Uh, Hoonball, I have to ask, uh, what are you doing? Honestly, I was starting to get bored, so I'm playing the keep the box away from Elania game. Oh, um, well, Aji has the rope right now, and um, I'm fairly certain she actually might drop you literally off the edge of the ship. So unless you have a way of, like, sewing yourself, you might want to do the thing that she says, because I don't know your friend, but I know Aji won't hesitate to drop you off the ship to your death. So I'm just saying, you know, she might not and all that and you know but just just be aware that is a that is an option noted and whom will give himself more slack to move to another window okay well alanya you have said you've requested him to be pulled back up yep can i help aggie uh whomval and walter <laughs> with the rope like like pull it super fast no need as Aji just simply grabs Merdina once again by the <laughs> collar off the edge of the railing and just walks 15 feet to the right and continues on. Uh, Humval, you are pulled to the surface at the end of your rope now at the very edge of the, uh, the railing of the ship uh, to which you now have Nat and Dunba, who have also grown curious and are now just waiting there looking down at you. And Alanya and Walter also, like, right there. Hmm. A part of you wants to surrender. Another part of you only wishes to make the situation more difficult. How close is he to me? What say you, Blodarts? I would say that you just give yourself up. Good, I will never listen to you. And I fall again, I cast Featherfall. I was, while he was talking, I was going to grab him by the most <laughs> sensitive part of his ear. <laughs> okay. Uh, given, given the fact you would have had an... You would have had an action before Humval again. Uh, Humval, <laughs> your ear is grasped. This has changed my plans now. Okay. A very angry Alanya has now a hold of you. Give me the box, please. Uh, I do not want to. I didn't ask what you wanted. I, asked, I told you. We keep the box. I will let you have it for now. I have things I want to do with it. Okay. When we're on land and not on an airship, while we're on the airship, it stays with me. Get mothered, son. Everyone's all of my plans for the day. Find other plans. I cannot. We are the cursed airship and there's nothing to do. Oh, come on. Except day drink. You like reading, yes? There's got to be a library somewhere. <laughs> you know, they're still throwing crews off the ship in the middle of the night. It is becoming an increasingly more entertaining plan. Moonval, do you like mm. reading? I love reading. Well, then come with me. I have a lot of books that might entertain you. 
any more of your journal entries. I tell you what, <laughs> I will give you the journal I have about the fractious stuff and everything I went through there, and you can go through that one. Just respect my personal feelings. Unless I give them to you, please just respect my space. You drive a hard bargain, Ilania. But in the circumstances of me being hilariously bored, I will take you up on it. Sweet. All right. I will show him all my books and take the box somewhere safe. <laughs> hey, just on a side note, Parker, you have uh, finished breakfast. Um... <laughs> Everything's all cooked up and ready to go. You've heard a lot of clamoring around the ship. Um, with breakfast done, I would have served up two plates and then taken them to my uh, mother and father. Aww. Good. They they take them gratefully. Uh, you definitely see your your father, the kind of like stump that is his arm. He is now trying to strum with it on a guitar. You, no, you should be resting here. Just put that down and t- eat, eat this. No! I will eat when I feel like I need to eat. Right now I've learned that I cannot play the flute, uh, I cannot play the violin, uh, but at the moment the guitar seems to be something that I am able to do. So I'm, uh... Right now you shouldn't be learning anything. You should be resting. Ah, if one does not learn, one dies. But there's time for learning later. Right now is the time for resting. Lay down. Oh... Don't worry about me. I'll get to my food in a moment. I'll turn to my mom. Mother, he's become unbearable. He looks at you. Yes, I am aware. (laughs) I've been trying to get him away from this cursed guitar since, like, the beginning of this. Out of all of the things, pick something that you can do with one hand, at least. Like like a drum or something. And I sim a triangle, even. A drum? My dear Parker. You see him begin to actually strum the guitar and play a, a decent melody on it. Like, I think I can get used to this. Has he heard of the cantrip? Mage Hand? He doesn't want to spend a cantrip drive every time he wants to cast Mage Hand. He can use it ten times. Well, yeah, but that gets expensive. It only lasts for like ten minutes. How about Gaskar just builds him a cybernetic hand? I, I mean, Gaskar needs to know if he's not. Oh, yeah. Gaskar oh, yeah. needs to work on my barrel. <laughs> yeah, we got it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, upon him successfully, like, uh, uh, playing, I'll, I'll, I'll give him a, a look of, uh, of, of, I'm impressed, of, hmm, uh, well, uh, perhaps you're recovering faster than we've anticipated. Uh, that That's good. We're praxis, Parker. Never forget that. We are the most resilient of all. We have gone through so much. There's been nothing that has destroyed our family line. Every prax is worth his weight in string. Parker recalls the time he was taken down, or was successfully non-taken down by two, two assassins. Father recounts the many wartime stories he has that he has not shared with you. Yes, yes. <laughs> His father reminiscing about the time he was savaged by a pack of dogs. <laughs> Walking home last week, 
Wild, yeah, wild Hopalian dogs, packs of them. Oh yeah, uh, they look. They have beef with the mongies. No, not dogs. <laughs> yeah, mongies. No, they have beef dogs. with the mongies. The dogs stay on their side of Hopal, and the mongies stay on the other the, side. The two rival gangs in Hopal: the dogs and the mongies. <laughs> You you thought the major conflict was between the Reinhardts and no, the Oh no. It's the dogs and the mongies. But they all there's a, there's forgot a about the corporate war and a gang war. But seriously though, is Gaskar cursed? Yeah, let's like what's Well, going let's on? find out. Alright. As Relic takes you down to his room, you see he has set up a small like apothecary uh, station in the corner. Uh, he takes it. He begins to mix up some poultices. Uh, he has you sit down. He pulls out a small like stethoscope, and he begins to examine you, uh, asking kind of where it hurts, what happened. Uh, he pulls out the orbivalia also, uh, and it's interesting as he does so. You see his fingers kind of like move a little bit on it, almost like uncomfortably so. Uh, and at that, he places his hand kind of on your head, whispers a few words. Valio, if this mongoose is in fact cursed, let me know now. And immediately you see his hand reach back as it is almost like thrust off of you. Um, well, your physical body is is good. Um, but what, what uh, about my non-physical body? Well, that's kind of the thing. Yeah, you definitely have something on you, <laughs> but I can't quite explain it. Ah, but uh, there's there's box. something going on about you that is uh, I I can't. As as he kind of holds up the Orbivalia, the eye is like looking at you in the most curiously concerned fashion. And is she is related to me that you are there's something wrong with you, but even she doesn't know exactly what it is, and I lack the capability in order to fix this. We all do this already. So uh un unfortunately, uh I, I can give you a poultice for the pain, possibly, but, uh... Does it still hurt? No, it's kind of this numb pain, but it's it's like you had gotten, like, stabbed, and then it's, like, going away. So so the pain is beginning to subside. That's kind of terrifying. Can, is there anything I can do to try and discern... You you have you're not showing any other symptoms, so you something happened in your chest. You don't really know what the repercussions of this are, and what as to what happened to all of them, it's kind of unknown. All right, so I'm not given a clean bill of bill of health, but ah. Uh, should probably get back to flying the ship. Oh yeah, no, you are the captain. Uh, if something develops, come to me. I, I'll see what I can do. Yeska, you have cancer. Probably. 
<laughs> There's a tiny crab living inside you now. You have magic cancer. Yeah, that's why it's a tiny crab. Well, if I die, I just I transport it into somebody's body, I guess, right? That's, that's yeah. <laughs> Possibly how it. Well, I mean, I hope. Depending on what the curse does. It's got less to do with the curse and more to do with the divine lane thing. Oh. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Sorry. Yeah. But yeah, you might want to get to flying the ship before we run into the ground. You're going to hear crews in the background, or you can start on my barrel and trigger. I'm going to go fly the ship. <laughs> okay. Uh, Cruz, you have made coffee. You have gotten everything set up. Uh, what are you doing? Were the mercenaries down in their room, or they, were they still rummaging around in the kitchen? Uh, right now, there is like, okay, right now they are scattered around this ship. Like, each one of them has become bored, and they're just individually looking at everything that they can possibly, like, look at. Almost like they're doing reconnaissance on the ship. Uh, Cruz is going to look for their boss. Find Commander Sutanin on, like, the center post that leads all the way up to, like, the crow's nest to where the balloon kind of connects with the large ring that encompasses it. And you just see him kind of, like, hands on his hips, looking around, looking at it. Is he, he's so he's above me. Yes. Cruz is going to look down to his coffee cup and look up at him and go, is it worth spilling my coffee to go up there? Can you spill it, though? Cruz is going to slam his coffee all the way down and just fly up to stand next to him. Uh, flying up, it is kind of difficult because the wind and the ship is moving, but moving at about half your speed, you're able to make it up there. Uh, as Sutanin kind of like rounds the corner, he sees you land up there. Ah, Cruz, to what do I owe the pleasure? Do I know his name? Do I have any history with this guy at all? No. So, uh, seeing around, you are you are the captain of your merry men, am I right? Captain. Sounds like a lot of work that comes with that title. Yes, 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 I am. All right, and I'm gonna I'm gonna hold out my hand to shake his hand. I'm gonna go. Well, I'm cruising. I need to. I'm wondering if I can purchase some materials from you. Yep. Uh, Cruz, as he shakes your hand, uh, uh, you feel his other hand kind of reach into your pocket and just for like a split second, just kind of feel around your pocket and then, uh, release. Did he just reach? He just reached around in my pocket. It's just for a split second. Yep. Did I feel that? Oh yeah. No, you felt it. And I was like, all right. All right okay. Cruz is looking at him going is there something in my pocket you need what what is going on here oh your ah your pocket uh my apologies uh i saw that there was a small cred stick that was poking out of it i wanted to make sure it didn't fly out of it because we are up on top of an airship if it falls here there's no getting it back hey well i'm interested dude i'm gonna check my pocket to see if the cred stick is still there real quick (laughs) While I'm talking to him, I'm going to just check, like, okay. Okay. As you check, it is, in fact, still there. Oh, okay. Uh, 
I'm, I'm so. I'm not accusing you of stealing anything. It was a hectic time. Yeah, 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 yeah. What was? I I just need to know, and I'm gonna hand him a list of materials. He looks at it. Whoa, that's a that's a big list. Not not really. There's only like maybe ten items there. Some uh, very. Is it intricate? What is it that you are going to be needing this for? Some busy work. All right, well, uh, let us see how much you're willing to pay for this, because unfortunately these are very rare, and if you especially need these for this downtime, um, getting these at an expedited uh, uh, speed to you is just... It's very difficult to get materials up here. So uh, what say we place this at around uh, 5,000 credits. Ah, tell you what. Let's go 2,500 credits and I'll repair, maintain, and enhance any equipment you have. Heal. He reaches out his hand. That, that, is, that is very, very quick. Are, are you sure you don't want to go, like, maybe... Positive. Okay, and Cruz is gonna shake his hand and say, "I'll, I'll take the. Whenever you can get me the list, we'll exchange Perfect. credits then." Wonderful. We'll get you those uh, right away. And he begins to make his way down, down the, uh, down the stairs. What did I just walk myself into? <laughs> a very open-ended statement for a clause that they are fully ready to take complete use out of and with that having now uh walked into something possibly bigger than your britches we will wrap up for this episode oh boy oh boy thank you all for listening (laughs) you've all been amazing i hope you enjoyed and remember never stop telling stories. Woo-hoo.